Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters, laughing all the way to the bank. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you bud and what are you drinking? I am very good, Matt. I am drinking very good. And I'm drinking a Dogfish Head 90 Minute Imperial IPA. Oh, you lucky bastard. Yeah. I love 90 Minute. It's very tasty, and uh, it's nine percent. So uh, I'll be very happy by the end of this episode. Oh, so good. Uh, we are going to talk to a guest today about side hustling. But before we do, if you guys have questions about personal finance, uh, send us an email with your question to listenmoneymatters at gmail dot com. And uh, we also want some mis- submissions for catchphrases at the beginning of the show. Today's catchphrase, which I'm sure you've heard in the past, is laughing all the way to the bank and you can send them to us via twitter at money matters man that is our twitter handle so uh andrew do you have your air conditioner on ah i do but you hear that beep yeah anymore you have a remote control air conditioning system it's really fancy that's yeah that's high end i can just (laughs) hear a white noise constantly but all right let's edit that out and get to our guest uh, his name is Nick Loper, and he is the host of the Side Hustle podcast that explores a different side hustle business idea each week. He has talked to people like Jim Wang and Jay Money, who we've had on this show, and he's working uh, with a few listeners each week on their businesses, and you can find that at SideHustleNation.com slash services. Nick, welcome to the show, my friend. What's going on, guys? Man, you know what? Uh, we're constantly quote-unquote hustling right and Every i'm gonna day. have to admit i'm gonna admit right off the right off the bat to throw a monkey wrench in this i hate the word hustling and i you don't like it what's wrong with the word you know uh i've been hearing <laughs> you know there's no other word to describe it right so it's kind of the word we're stuck with it's sort of like uh content creation you know it's these like generalized words and i don't know it's the idea of like i'm a hustler you know like it's like a you know, like I, I think of it like as a person playing pool, like the color of money. You know, they're 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 a shark and a hustler. Right, and right, sound, right. You know, it's like it has a negative sort of like background to it. And we like kinda, to think of it as as like uh, you know Charlie Hustle, like in sports metaphors, right? Hustle never slumps. Okay, see, I'm not a sports guy, so that's a thing in the sports world. I'm sure <laughs> is hustling, getting shit done, and right, just constantly like, working and and busting your ass. Exactly. So. uh so what's the difference between just a general hustle and a side hustle? Well, this is like, you know, moonlighting from generations ago. Side hustle is something you're doing uh, outside of your day job. Okay. And do you and now, uh, so you have this podcast and you, you talk about people who have different side hustles. Now, we're not talking about being an entrepreneur uh, full time. T- I want to talk, talk more about, uh, you know, making extra cash. You know, so you have your day job and then you do a what you call a side hustle or some sort of uh, other job to maybe supplement your income. Right. So what are some of the ideas that have come through that you thought were just like really, really cool or different and have been successful? Man, we've had so many different stories, everything from like, uh, you know, publishing on Amazon, which is something that I've been involved with, um, affiliate marketing, freelancing, you know, just people building up different blogs like Jay Money has. Mm-hmm. Um, people doing software and apps and niche sites and all sorts of fun stuff. It's it's been really really cool to kind of meet all these uh, awesome people and a lot of them have gone on to you know replace their day job income and say well now I'm at a point where I'm comfortable uh, you know giving my notice and, and doing this full time. 
And a lot of the people that you talk to are are they mostly tech oriented, or have you talked to people that have done stuff that's not in the tech world? It's primarily online at this point. A couple mm-hmm. couple kind of offline businesses. One that comes to mind was uh, a woman who's a a visual facilitator. She's a, she's a really talented artist. So she'll go to meetings at places like Google and kind of whiteboard out the presentation like alongside the presenter. So that's kind of one of the offline ones. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Somebody was like a wedding dance, um, I guess, a wedding dance coach or a wedding dance instructor. That was an ah. interesting You know, if you want to have like a big entrance like for your, your bridal party or right. something. Right, make a viral video. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that's see that's creative because I don't think those jobs like are a thing. I think you have to just say this is what I want to focus on. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm good at, and kind of carve yeah. out this little area for yourself and and promote yourself. Yeah, and find willing people willing to pay for it. And and uh, one of the things that bothers me about uh, doing this, and I and I've heard this a lot, is that you know me, I'm a single guy, so uh, I have all the time in the world to do side hustles. But what about somebody who? has a family and they come home from their day job and it's like, Hey man, all I want to do is sit on a couch, drink a beer, have dinner with my family, play with my kids, all these other things. Like how does, how do you get around, uh, those roadblocks? Well, it's definitely not for everyone because the time commitment is, is a pretty serious thing. Now we're all dealt the same hand in, in that we've got, you know, the same 24 hours in a day sure. to work with. Um, but it's something that you definitely have to make a priority because it's easy to let other things creep in. So what we've seen some some of the most successful people do is just get up an hour earlier, um, you know, and try and hammer out some stuff in the morning. Are you a morning guy or a night guy? I don't know. Like I hate asking answering that question. I'm like I'm like neither. Like I don't <laughs> I don't want to get up all day the guy. Dawn, um, <laughs> but I'm also not necessarily the guy who's like you know burning burning the candle like at two in the morning either. Right. I don't know. I just have a normal schedule. How about that? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I know guys who, uh, you know, would get up super early in the morning, do some writing or some sort of, you know, job that they could do online, which is the easiest way to do that, before right. they could go to work. And and when they do, when they get up early, it's like everyone's asleep, the, you know, the wife's asleep, the kids are asleep, and, you know, they can get a lot done in the morning as opposed to at night. Yeah. It's like a quiet time, and you're, and you have, you know, that dedicated reason, like why you set the alarm for five o'clock, because mm-hmm. it's like, Otherwise, I would be in my nice warm bed. All right. So tell me a little bit more about what you do at Side Hustle Nation. So I've got what I consider probably the best job in the world to just have the opportunity to experiment with all these different things that I've learned from my guests and my own experiments. So I'm working on generating just a bunch of different income streams, seeing what works and what doesn't. So right now, um, I'm playing around with Fiverr. I'm playing around with uh, with the blog. I'm playing around with uh, a couple different affiliate sites that I've had going, um, all sorts of stuff. Clarity.fm, if you guys have ever heard of that. It's like a question and answer site. It's pretty See, fun. No, you're going to have to go into detail. Like I, I know what Fiverr is. Uh, and I, don't I don't know, know what Clarity is. Yeah, I don't know what Clarity is. So can you go so, into detail on those? Sure, sure. So first, Fiverr is a, um, I guess it's, it's the $5 marketplace, or the marketplace for goods and services starting at $5 mm-hmm. because it's all about, you know, it's all about the upsells, but that's the, you know, that's the gimmick. And so I started out putting a, a couple books up for sale on the site because I was nervous to, to trade anything that was going to require my like, direct time input for, for $5. I actually only get $4 because the company takes a 20% cut for right. facilitating the marketplace. Um, but then I got brave, and a few months ago, started. I put it up like, "Hey, I'm gonna. I'll do a. 
a five-minute video walkthrough of your website. It was like, hey, I've been working online for the past 10 years. I'll just give my feedback on your site from a usability standpoint, SEO standpoint. How, how could you improve it? Just one guy's subjective view. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was doing that for a couple months, you know, would get a couple orders here and there. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, the feedback had been good, but then Fiverr put it on the homepage. So I woke up with my inbox just like flooded with orders. I was like, oh my God, what happened? Like did some, you know, some really high profile person like share this on social media or something, but then yeah. I logged onto the website and saw it like, you know, on the second row of the homepage. And so that was, that was pretty crazy with the, so over the course of like the 10 days that it was featured off and on, it was like 900 bucks in, wow. in profit. But it was a lot of hustle to, to get all that stuff done. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're you're doing five minute videos and you're recording them and you're uploading them and there's yeah. work involved. Yeah, and I'm sure you. Gonna, I'm sure you. I'm sure you had your fair share of shitty websites you had to uh, go over, right? Definitely, and that's you know I kind of like it because that's kind of the where the creativity comes in. Like, oh, how would I market this thing? Um, how would I improve this? So that was kind of fun. But I was just sitting there at Starbucks, like being crazy frustrated with their slow Wi-Fi and trying to upload stuff. And what's this Clarity FM? So Clarity is a. Um, I guess it's like a question and answer marketplace where you can dial in and talk to experts starting at like a dollar a minute. So, Oh, like phone call the, stuff. Yeah, like literally set up phone calls. And so you can just set your consulting rate. So I tested out starting at a uh, dollar a minute. You can call me up um, about, I put it up about um, outsourcing or virtual assistant stuff. Because that's one of the niche sites that I have or one of the websites that I have. And so in the sidebar now, it says, hey, you can call me up if you have any questions on this. And so, you know, a few people every month do. It's a nice little supplemental thing. So you're doing all kinds of like little tiny things that add up to big money. That's the idea. Trying to, and, and it's not that big, but trying to, trying to make it bigger. What's the, uh, what's the single most uh, like profitable income stream for you? The biggest thing for, for the longest time has been the affiliate sites. And so those have done pretty well. So explain those. Because, I mean, again, I, we know what they are, but for our audience. So the biggest one or the one that I'm probably best known for is a shoe shopping comparison site called shoesniper.com. Okay. And so what it does, it's a data feed aggregator, a catalog aggregator. So it'll pull in the inventory from Zappos, from Amazon, from you know, um, a couple dozen other online shoe stores, online shoe retailers, and it'll spit back out for each model which, uh, which store has the best price plus any coupons or whatever else that you could use. Now, that, that business has actually been struggling a little bit lately, but I hope to get it revived kind of for like the back-to-school season coming right, up. Right, right. And that's where you're, you're, most of your money's coming from there. So between that and a couple other affiliate projects. That, and, um, and affiliates, you make money if someone buys a shoe off of this site and they go to, and you know, you're basically sending them to Zappos or Amazon, and if they buy the shoe, you get a commission. Exactly. The other, yeah, it's essentially helping other companies sell their products or services online. Right, and that's how I make money with SwimUniversity.com, which is how I started in this industry. Uh, I teach people how to take care of their pools and spas, and I offer my real deal expertise on what products I think they should buy for their pool, especially like uh, in-ground uh, robotic pool cleaners. And I send okay. them to Amazon, and I get a commission, and that commission goes up the more I sell. And of course, now is the t- best time of the year for me because it's the summertime. And yes, if I, you know, and I did this as a side hustle, so uh, I, you know, I had a full time job. I was working in the pool industry, and this is something that I uh, was making extra money on, and I was able to pay off my credit card debt because of that. I like you're a full time side hustler now. I'm now, but now I'm full time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, now we have the podcast and. 
you know, I think one of the things that, uh, you know, this this idea of doing the side hustle thing always goes to tech. It always, you know, kind of it's because of our, you know, because of the time that we're in. Right. It's it's easy to start a blog. It's easy to, you know, do affiliate sales. And, you know, even I mean, Fiverr, you could argue that it's not really tech. But I mean, you mentioned that there's only a handful of people you talk to that have done things that are are outside of the tech world. Like, have you ever talked to anybody who did? And I'm just going to sound crazy, but phone sex operators. I'm not. Jay Money told me that was like one of his most popular ones on the side hustle series. I mean, because that's a legitimate. I watched a movie. I forget what it was called, but it was about. Uh, it was a you know, it was a a comedy about that. But it was interesting because there's a lot of money to be made there. I guess so. I'm. I don't know. Maybe you guys should try it out. You should report <laughs> back. <laughs> I d- you know people do tell me I have a really good voice. I probably could do it. <laughs> this makes some extra money, but. Now, one guy, one guy I've been trying to get on the show, he runs a site called recraigslist.com. And so he makes his entire living just buying and selling stuff on Craigslist. Interesting. And just like you try, and I think he's primarily doing it around appliances. So he'll try and find a good deal on like a washer and dryer or something. You take it back to his garage, fix it up, and then like relist it. See, that's cool. And there's uh, I actually, do you, you said you worked with Amazon a bit, right? But mm-hmm. Amazon Publishing, explain that. So I've got a couple books up for sale on Amazon. Uh, the most recent one, which uh, actually did really well, is called Work Smarter. It's like a collection of the online tools and resources that, that entrepreneurs are using to kind of get more done in their day or kind of organize their, organize their team, organize their lives. And so with Amazon, they make it super easy to, you know, self-publish a book. Like, you know, the, the book, I think it still carries a little bit of a cachet, like, you know, as a as a business card, as a, an authority builder, it's like, oh, I'm the author of of so and so or of such and such. Yeah. Um, and then you know, you can just tap into this like massive, massive marketplace, whatever the figure is, like 100 million verified credit card accounts uh, on Amazon. So really cool stuff you can do there. And these are uh, physical books that people are getting in the mail, or is it uh, like Kindle books? So I started off with just Kindle, but here's something that I recommend people do if they do go uh, down this authorship route is Amazon owns a company called CreateSpace at createspace.com, which is a print-on-demand service for paperback copies. And Mm -hmm. so what I'll do is I'll go through, create a paperback version of each book that I have and price it significantly higher than the in the Kindle version, and for a couple of reasons, because it you know costs more to produce, obviously, a paperback than a digital version, but it has the benefit of making the Kindle version look much more attractive price-wise, mm-hmm. because they're very, they're very, very you know Amazon is expert you know conversion optimizer marketer people, and so they'll put like you know print list price nine ninety nine, and then they'll like slash it out, and then they'll say. Uh, digital digital price two ninety nine. You save seventy percent, and so right. really really prominent. So it's that like pricing tier, uh, you know, giving them giving them a choice and kind of directing them to the cheaper option. And the interesting thing is too, a certain percentage of sales will will be for the paperback. I was really kind of surprised by that, but mm-hmm. um, you know that's a nice that's a nice income stream too because not everybody in the world has a has a Kindle, so you might as well tap into that market too. Exactly. Have you had any uh, stories from your podcast or from people you've talked to or coached that uh, have, have, you know, had a success story from maybe they got into it because they were trying to pay off debt or trying to pay off their house or trying to buy something important? Like, do you have any cool, interesting stories there? 
Well, one of the most successful Kindle authors that, that I know is, uh, is a guy called Steve Scott. And you can find him at stevescottsite.com. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really smart. I think he's up to like 30 grand a month on Kindle. Like he was just on like the James uh, Altucher wow. show. He's doing really, really well. I don't know what the, you know, what the backstory was behind it. Like, you know, if he needed to start to get out of debt, I think he was in affiliate marketing before that. Mm-hmm. But um, there, there's, you know, selling books for two ninety nine doesn't seem like there's a lot of money there, but he's done really, really well with it. What did you do before all this stuff? So I worked corporate for, for three years out of college, because that's what you're supposed to do, right? You know, yep. go, go to school, get a job. Um, as I moved across, I moved from, uh, from Seattle to the Washington, D.C. area for, for work. And at that time, just like didn't, you know, didn't know very many people outside of work. So I was like, had a lot of free time, nights and weekends. Uh, especially weeknights, and just like wanted to spend that time more productively. And so that's when I started getting a little bit deeper into the affiliate marketing world and, and built up the, the shoe site at that time. And and so you went to corporate and then you were doing this on, on the side, this, this shoe right. site. So this, the shoe site was the first one. That was my original side hustle. For it, was, it was like three years of nights and weekends before I felt comfortable giving my, giving my notice. Okay, so you were working on it for three years at this job. And were you married? Did you have other obligations in life? Um, well, for a couple years of that time, I was uh, in a long-distance relationship. So towards the end of it, I was able to move back, move back to the West Coast and, uh, and be with my girl. Okay. And, and, but, uh, but no kids at that point. No kids. Okay. You have kids now? No. Okay. So, uh, you, have, so you have good, uh, a lot of time to work on this. How many hours after work were you working on this shoe, shoe site? Probably... Yeah. 20 hours a week at that point, you know, off and on. Really? Yeah. So a couple of, you know, a couple hours a day and nights and weekends. Yeah. Well, you know, a couple hours in the evening usually. And then, and then for a lot of the time, especially when I was just hanging out by myself in the apartment in DC and, and in Atlanta, where I was after that. And were uh, you, were you in debt at all from college? No, no. So I was, you know, grateful to be in a position where it didn't didn't bring any debt with me after graduation. Okay, so you were just making extra money for the sake of making extra money. Was your plan to quit at some point? Right. And I was you know, I wasn't the guy who you know hated their corporate job or you know whatever, like dreaded going to work on Monday. But just I never saw myself as being the person who wanted to climb the the corporate ladder. And so I was just looking for looking for a way out, looking for an escape route. And that was your motivation just what was your like what was your motivation for that? Yeah, just that. Trying to, trying to, you know, with so I worked for Ford, right? Like you know, Fortune fifty company, you right. know, massive, like old school, old school company. Especially you know, five years ago or six years ago, whatever I was there. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like your your day to day work. Like it just didn't feel like it mattered. You know, it was like if I didn't show up today, you know, the company will go on. Yeah, like, right. It's it's not, like I'm not making any significant impact on the bottom line. Whereas you know, in the online work, like you could see a direct impact to your effort and and the bottom line. And so that was kind of more rewarding to to work on. And uh, do you recommend? Not, not you, I think you mentioned this earlier. And it's not everyone can get into this. Well, one thing that helped me uh, was starting a blog. So I started in I started blogging in like 2009. And just like on a personal domain, random, you know, I had every intention for it to be like a, you know, a entrepreneurship, like marketing blog, but then it kind of 
devolved into, you know, pictures from our vacation and some like rant about, you know, whatever current events. And so like never gained any real following, but had the benefit of kind of this getting into this practice of writing every day, every week mm-hmm. and in kind of tweaking with WordPress and learning how, you know, learning how hosting works, like learning all that stuff. So that was valuable. Yeah. And that's what you were doing uh, to get things started and you became more focused later. Yeah, so it was kind of you know, so it was four years of that before I felt I guess it was due for a for a rebranding or to make a real effort at kind of a uh, a more focused blog, and that became the the Side Hustle Nation site. What uh, resources, books, uh, podcasts that uh, that you rec- that you listen to to help you through this whole thing? Uh, a couple of favorites, I guess. A couple of favorite podcasts that got me into. Um, they got me into it or got me a little deeper into it was the Lifestyle Business Podcast, mm-hmm. which is now the, the Tropical MBA guys and, uh, and Smart Passive Income for sure. So uh, Pat Flynn's. Yes. You were listening to that for a while? Yeah, probably the past two or three years. And have you, uh, did you read any books uh, that helped you in this area? Uh, definitely. I love, I love books. Now, there, there's a lot. I guess one that kicked off kind of the the, the whole like you know business entrepreneurship mindset yeah uh, was uh, was rich dad poor dad like back in college my really this and you know obviously there's some drama around Kiyosaki and like is this even a real story or whatever but I thought the message was good about buying assets and you know investing for cash flow and all that jazz um, more recently a couple that have stood out to me have been uh, the Go Giver about you know generating just really focusing on providing value for people and not necessarily in a purely altruistic way. He gives the example, I think, of like Apple. He's like, I'm going to give you a thousand songs in your pocket, but I'm going to charge you two ninety nine for it. Right, know? right. Um, and then what's the other one? Oh, the the Millionaire Fast Lane. You guys read MJ DeMarco? No. Have you, Andrew? The Millionaire Millionaire DeMarco. No, Million, I, I have Millionaire Fast Lane. No, Millionaire Fast Lane. No. It's a good one. Uh, if you can get over his obsession with like, uh, you know, Lamborghinis and stuff, he talks a lot about cars and it's got like a cheesy car picture on the cover. Oh. But like the content is actually like really good. He talks about the traditional, uh, you know, stock market investment plan is a really poor wealth accelerator. Like, you know, over the course of 40 years, you'll get there, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, it's, it's slow. And so that's why he talks, he talks about building a business as being the fast lane. So what's next for you at uh, Side Hustle Nation? I mean, I'm trying to figure that out. So I've just been uh, kind of working pretty hard on this last book launch and now mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's the, what's what's the, the next big project. It's the Work Smarter. It's like 300, okay. 350 online resources. And that's what you're currently working on now to get – you're promoting that, I imagine? Yeah, just trying to keep the momentum alive. Cool. It's been, it generated a ton of, of downloads during the kind of free promo launch, and now it's sold um, close to 800, I think, so far on the wow. – on the paid plan. So it seems to be going good. Good. That's awesome, man. How about, how's the podcast going? The podcast is awesome. I like, if anyone listening is thinking about starting a podcast, I recommend go for it. It's growing, you know, three times faster than, than the blog in terms of, you know, where I was 12 months ago versus where I am today. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, you get to connect with awesome people week in and week out. Like I was just thinking about this. You guys listen to uh, entrepreneur on fire at all? Uh, not really so much but i mean i'm obviously very aware of it so he's like he's up to like 180 grand a month in revenue or yeah, something right and i was just thinking about like you know, how everyone thought this was a crazy crazy idea i'm going to do a daily show but it's like well think about it. you're connecting with high high profile high powered super smart entrepreneurs 
you know, five days a week, seven days a week. It's like there's going to be some natural evolution of ideas that come from that. Just like, you know, even in like the preamble conversations or whatever, you know, doing these calls. And it's like, it's only natural that he's been able to crush it. I'm just, you know, from, from all those connections. I love it. Right. And so, and, and, uh, are you monetizing the podcast? Is there, is that another income stream for you? So I've, so I had like a small experiment with some sponsorship, uh, just from like a friend of mine's company. And I don't know if my download numbers are, are at the level where it really justifies it just yet. Mm -hmm. But one thing that the podcast has been really good for is it's such a higher level of engagement of involvement than somebody just coming by your site and reading a blog post. Like here they're spending, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes with you uh, in their earbuds and really builds up that trust. So I don't think I would be able to sell any of the side hustle coaching services or any of the mastermind services that are on the site without, uh, you know, to just to, to people coming in cold, like if they hadn't heard of me through the podcast. Right. Interesting. And yeah, and you like doing it. I think, I mean, I, we love doing it. So it's, I yeah, mean, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, you guys put out a show every day, every day, man, I know. It, it is, uh, you know what though? It's actually turned out to be a lot easier than we thought, and we're and we're like fully focused on the podcast. It, you know, like you said, it's been growing a lot for us. It's it was much faster than the blog growth. Uh, you know, we're getting a lot of feedback from our audience, which we love, and we love interacting with them. And that's something we weren't able to do with just the blog. Uh, yeah, that's so, awesome. You know, so it's been great. And uh, you know, I'm trying to uh, cut my teeth on some other podcasts. So I'd obviously love to come on your show if you'd if you'd have me or or yeah, Andrew. It sounds like you. We'll talk about the pool uh, side hustle story. Yeah, man, a main a main deal. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, the pool stuff is fun. I did that for since 2007, and it's still going. And it's been you know this year's been great. And uh, you know, obviously it's my full time income. But bef- like I said before, it was you know it was side income. And all I did was I worked for a pool company. You know, I worked. I knew a lot of information about swimming pools, and I decided to instead. You know, I was I was in the store helping. Uh, customers, you know, by just saying, comparing, you know, their pool to their car or, or using, you know, stories to kind of illustrate how, you know, pool chemistry works. And I yeah. just took that same principle and applied it to, you know, writing. And it's, I, I, cause I just thought, well, why don't I just share this with everybody? So, I mean, it's gone through its iterations online. Of course, it started out really weak and now it's very strong. The site looks great. Yeah. Thank you. So, and that was the other thing too, you know, learning, I learned how to design websites. So, you know, I had a lot of downtime in the pool industry in the Northeast, and, you know, obviously it's snowing. <laughs> it and sounds a little seasonal. Yeah, a lot of people are not swimming in the cold weather, but, uh, and I learned how to design websites, and I was eventually hired to, do, to uh, within the company to do their website. So, uh, you know, d- just taking what I had already known and applying it to, uh, you know, just taking two things that I've known, bringing them together, and then applying them to something that could make money. Uh, ended up working out for me, and that was sort of the plan. And I've always wanted to be my own boss, and I've I've gotten to do that. Uh, but even before that, extra money got me out of debt. Uh, you know, I mean, I've always struggled with with money, and uh, that at least was there to help me. So I mean, I I have to be thankful for it and of that side hustle, and and I and I appreciate what you're doing out there and educating people who uh, who want to tackle this. Uh, is there, is there like, what's the, like a good resource that for first timers who are thinking, Hey, you know, I want to start a side hustle, not really sure what I want to do, but I need some ideas. You know, we're, we're out in your site. Can they find some good information for that? Well, if you just go to side, you're serving me, serving me up softballs. Uh, if you go to <laughs> sidehustlenation.com slash ideas, um, you know, there's a whole oh, cool. list of like 80 of them. So perfect. And there's some all offline ones there as well. 
Yeah. Cool. Well, one of the, uh, one of the, one of the interesting things, I don't know if we're going over time. That's fine. Um, but it's just like the kind of the opportunities that the, you know, the quote unquote sharing economy has, has opened up. So I've talked to a guy who, you know, covered almost his entire rent with Airbnb guests as, you know, as a side hustle while he was working. Um, had um, another friend of mine has made like five grand in the last six months, like driving for Uber X. Yeah. So like all sorts of crazy opportunities out there. Just, just to make extra money. You don't have to, I mean, it, some, some stuff might not turn into full-time work. But that extra money can at least, you know, put towards an investment plan or put towards your debt or to maybe pay off, you know, your car or something. Right. I mean, maybe it's like he averages 25, 30 bucks an hour doing this driving thing. He's in Denver. Yeah. But it's like, hey, if you're just going to be sitting around, you know, watching TV in the evenings, hey, why not go out and make some extra cash? Well, you know, I'm actually headed to Denver next week, so I, we may need a taxi to drive us home from the bars. Nice, dude. So I'll definitely be using Uber for that for sure. Sweet. Cool. Well, uh, Nick, thank you so much for your time and, and coming on the show and uh, sharing with us the idea of the side hustle. You bet, guys. Sorry about the vocabulary or the or the terminology, but hopefully we got past it. You know, I'll get over it. It's just it's I you know it was uh, I st- started with uh, you know who I love. I love Gary Vaynerchuk, but he just said mm-hmm. the word hustle so many times. I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. Now, now it's lost all meaning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So no, but it's a it's like it's a good word and and it's uh it's appropriate for what you know for what it is and uh you know I it's a personal thing of mine and I'll get over it. All right, sounds good. Cool Great to connect, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, yeah. So guys, if you uh have any questions about anything personal finance related or about a side hustle, perhaps you can email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail dot com. And if you like the show, and we hope that you do. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. And in fact, uh, I'm going to read a review real quick from iTunes. It was better than the rest. And uh, five stars, by the way. And it was by Why Rate Before Playing. That's the that's the username. Listen Money Matters is the most interesting financial podcast I've found. The host's personalities drive the show just as much as the interesting and diverse topics covered. Matt and Andrew offer a youthful perspective on personal finance. The show is fairly new, but the hosts are putting out an insane amount of new episodes. I look forward to listening to the episodes daily. So yes, daily episodes. And uh, we love putting them out, and we love connecting with our listeners. So send in your questions. Listen, money matters at gmail.com. And last but not least... If you want to learn more about personal finance and money management, we're always running new stuff and posting up new episodes of this show at listenmoneymatters.com. And be sure to check out sidehustlenation.com. That's Nick's website. And be sure to check out his podcast, uh, the Side Hustle Nation podcast. So that's it. Thanks again for hanging out with us. And we look forward to the next episode. So later, guys. Later. Later.